Hey everybody, GMG Podcast. I'm back. I know I've been gone for a little while. It's been a long time since I left you without a podcast to step to. You ain't gonna step nowhere. Well, unless you're on a treadmill or something. Anyway, starting off uh, hitting the ground running, ain't we? <laughs> I know it's been a little while, and I think I'm gonna settle on to the weekly every Tuesday evening is when we're gonna be putting out uh, new episodes. And when I say we, I mean me. It ain't nobody but me and this damn phone and anchor. But you know what? You guys are out there too, and I wanna just share my opinion and stuff with you. Uh, I got some insights to share with you. Well, an insight. One of uh, an incident that happened to me that I was tested and I was able to overcome the test. And I want to share with you the, that process and hopefully you can take something away from that. But in the beginning, I'm just going to complain about shit. Like the first segment of this is just going to be me complaining. That's what I figured out because I got stuff to complain about. And hopefully I find a way to do it in an amusing way that you don't say, uh, shut the hell up. So first off. The first thing I want first thing I want to do right out of the gate is congratulate congratulate. I'm not as good as E40. I can't just be making up new vocabulary words. I'm not, you know, weepalations. That's just that's fucking brilliant. But anyway, first things first, I want to give a shout out to stand-up comedian Tiffany Haddish because she's going to be hosting SNL tonight and I think well tonight on Saturday and I think she is the first African American woman to be hosting the show. So let me set my phone down and give her a hand clap. Good for you, girl. You know, when I see people that I consider peers, I know for a fact she wouldn't consider me a peer, but when I see somebody that I consider a peer, you know, coming up, it doesn't make me jealous. It, it makes me hopeful <laughs> that, you know, it's possible. When I see somebody, every now and then I'll see a comedian that I know that I've performed on the same bill on, and I see them making moves, and I'm like, cool. It can be done, you know, and uh, about maybe four or five years ago, I was at an open mic in Santa Monica and Tiffany Haddish came in and and she was the Tiffany that you see for the most part, you know, very, you know, very outgoing personality, very happy, very open. And she she went on there and she was working on her stuff and you could kind of tell that she was working on material and, you know, to, to see the finished product of the stuff that she was working on and to see her fully developed into her persona and reaping the maximum rewards and making milestones. Good for you, girl. I'm very happy for you. And even though I know you have no recollection of who the hell I was because, uh, I was maybe, you know, maybe two years into the game and my jokes were pretty lackluster, I'd have to say. So <laughs> I'm sure you don't remember me. And I'm sure if I came up to you like at the comedy store or something, I'd get tackled by whatever big buff motherfucker you got uh, having your back nowadays that you, you, that you didn't got all famous. So congratulations, girl. I ain't going to approach you because I know you don't remember, but I am proud of you. And I want to officially congratulate you and keep on doing big things. So, now that we got that out of the way, here is the first thing that I want to complain about this evening. What is it with businesses nowadays that have to play top 20, specifically KISS FM, top 20 music? Now, I know me being 40, I'm disconnected with that type of sound right now. I don't know who the top people are. You know, I, I, I li- well, I listened to Lil Young Dolph. What up? Shout out to Young Dolph. I hope everything is cool with your brother. Stay strong. Uh, stay healing. And, uh, you know, stay away from the bullets. 
uh, a little, little, little Gucci Mane, uh, a little Chris Brown, and that's probably as far as, you know, of course, Kendrick, he's even considered new. He's been out for a little while, but as far as new people go, it's very limited. But one place I don't really need to hear the top 10 fucking Kiss FM song. I, I don't need to hear Taylor, Taylor. I don't need to hear Taylor Swift while I'm pumping my gas at the Arco station. Okay. When I'm loading 87 into my tank, I don't need to hear somebody telling me to shake it off. Why do we think that people want to hear that stuff so badly that they're in public places? I'm talking about restaurants, supermarkets, stores. Remember when the supermarkets used to play the cuts? Remember you'd be at the store like, damn, is that Michael McDonald? Is that the fucking uh, 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 Billy Ocean? Remember them good old days? So yeah, don't you remember that? You'd be at the big lots, or pick and save back then, and just five cuts in a row. You spend an extra hour in the store, jamming out. Like I said, I know I'm older, but still. I, don't, don't nobody wanna hear that shit. Don't nobody wanna hear uh, Taylor Swift, uh, 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 fucking Katy Perry, while I'm trying to get my groceries. And y'all play them too loud. See, this is there's too much ass kissing of the millennials. Now I don't have a problem with younger people. I was young once. <laughs> you know, you're full of hope. You're full of promise. You think you know everything. You think you're smart. You think you got the world on your shoulders. And in a way you do, but in some ways you don't. You don't deserve to get your ass kissed too much because you don't know everything. Because you don't have enough experience. You ain't been broken enough times. So we shouldn't cater to y'all too damn much, especially with the music in public places. Poppy, electronic ass, top 40 music is only appropriate in certain places. And Arco and Ralph's aren't two of them. Any place, if you can, look, Forever 21, fine. It's in the title. You know you're going to be listening to to annoying music in in a place called Forever 21. But damn, Burlington Coat Factory, Ross, you can get anything at Ross. You can get a belt. Uh, a clock radio and some cologne at Ross. I don't need to hear Katy Perry there. Stop it with the young music in inappropriate places. That's why I want to give a shout out to whatever black manager is running Chili's in uh, Ontario. I'm sorry, Chili's in Upland. The Chili's in Upland. I don't remember the street it's on. Maybe it's Foothill. I don't remember. But I'm telling you, I was eating my uh, slightly mediocre food and I was jamming out. I mean, cut after cut after cut. Michael Jackson. I'm good, Michael Jackson. Not they don't really care about us, Michael Jackson. I'm talking uh, off the wall, Michael Jackson. Why are you eating? Who don't want to hear that? Come on. The temptations in the rain. Man. In the rain, it may sound crazy. Chomp, chomp, chomp. They go together perfectly. That song, a lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. I don't know who sings it. I don't remember, but it was a jam and it was playing. And guess what? They were, even if that's not your type of music, it was played at an acceptable volume. It ain't got to be your thing. Nobody's saying, you know, you got to do backflips and and lose your mind when you hear the song come on, but it's not offensive. It's not 
obnoxious. And I'm not saying a lot of that stuff is inherently obnoxious. I'm not saying every Katy Perry or Taylor Swift or Rihanna song is obnoxious. I'm saying to play it in a place where there's not primarily 20 year olds is an obnoxious thing to do. Somebody can please take a cue from the Chili's in Upland and play you some nice Michael Jackson. You know what? Hey, here's the thing. If you don't want to just play smooth jazz. No one is offended by smooth jazz. Even if smooth jazz isn't your type of music, if you're in a public place, you're not going to be. Because somebody turn that shit off. I'm trying to have a meal with my lady. No one's going to say that with smooth jazz. No one. You know why? Because it's non-offensive and it's non-abrasive and it's not obnoxious. You know, there was one generation of people that were offended by jazz. And I'm pretty sure they're all dead. You know, because when jazz was first kicking it in the 30s, whenever it came out, I did zero research on this. And I know it's a shame. But, you know, in that decade long ago, where people were kind of, well, what's this new music where people aren't going by the rules? Where people are just playing any kind of note that they feel. No, we've got to get this out of here. Those are the last generation of people that was offended by jazz. Nobody's offended. So this is op- this goes out to every business owner out there. Stop with the fucking Kiss FM. I'm serious. Stop it. Just throw on some smooth jazz. Even if they don't really have smooth jazz stations anymore. And that's scary. But just stop it. Put me on some... Coltrane You know You ain't got to get wild You ain't got to get Stanley Clark He gets a little eccentric Return to forever Uh uh-uh. uh You ain't got to do all that Miles Davis Miles Davis sometimes Get a little Get a little out there But just turn it down It ain't gonna be offensive Just have it at a nice volume Is that too much to ask Is it Okay I'm done Now we're on to the inside Okay Here's a little piece of insight that uh, I happened to come across. Well, it happened, and I was able to gain the insight after I was able to calm myself. Let me explain. You know, sometimes there's something to be said about actually facing the things that might give you a moment of hesitance and maybe scare you a little bit, give you a moment of pause. There's something to be said that when you're faced with them, it really makes you see your true character. And something very similar to that happened to me recently. I was um, with my wife and I was going to get some pants uh, fixed. You know, because when you're a big dude, buying the right link, buying the right size of clothes is only half the equation. Yeah, the waist has to fit, but then the length is messed up too. Because, you know, normally for somebody that type of waist, you know, you'd have to be nine feet tall. So sometimes you have to, if you're a little overweight, you got to adjust the length of your clothing. So sometimes I'll buy some jeans and the the legs will be a little too long. You know, I'll look like I'm shrinking or something. So I took some jeans to a shop around the corner from where I live to get them fixed. A little, little small, little places, you know, this, you know, older, probably like Hispanic lady in her seventies was just doing her thing. Kind of just didn't really have to, didn't really, um, acknowledge me much. Just kind of, uh, and like, you know, how normally you say, uh, you, you actually greet somebody that walks in your store. Nah, uh, Olga didn't have time. She was talking to somebody. She was doing her thing. And I just was kind of standing there. And I just, um, hey, could you could you fix these? And she was like, oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, she knew I was there. She just didn't feel like fucking acknowledging me. You know why? Because when you're 70 and when you're named Olga, you you know, why should you give a damn? She had two little dogs with her. That, you know, her. she was content. She didn't need my damn $10 or however much she charged me to do that. 
And so I go in her little back room to change my clothes. I try on the, the, the jeans. They, you know, they, they, um, so I go, no, I go to take off the jeans to give them to her to fix. I brought a spare. This didn't turn weird. It didn't turn into some, you know, disgusting, uh, porno, but I took off the jeans in order to give to her. And as I took them off in her little small fitting area, I had to go to the bathroom. So I set the jeans off to the side and I went to use the restroom and I'm, you know, doing my thing. Don't have to get into too much detail there. And I notice a spider in the corner of the room, uh, of the bathroom. And I look up and there's another spider next to it. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then I look down and well, there's a spider right there. They're, they're, you know, daddy long legs. So they're not harmless. I don't think, but they're you know, this has been, these are some big ass daddy long, like the size of a fucking quarter. Like these are the most obese ass, uh, daddy long legs that I've ever seen. And I look to the right and, oh, there's three more. And then I look to the left and I say, hmm, there's four more. And then I look up and they're all over the ceiling. Now, usually when this happens in a movie or in my mind, there would be screaming and busting out of the room. But I, re- I, I, you know, fight or flight kicked in and I didn't fly. I didn't fight. I didn't start, you know, you know, beating the shit out of spiders in this strange woman's bathroom. But I, huh, noticed what was going on, swallowed down the panic and then slowly backed out of the room and put my spare pants on, gave hers and got the hell up out of there. So in any normal circumstances, you know, being surrounded by, you know, spiders in your drawers might cause what some would call a panic attack. And, you know, first of all, I just want to clarify, I don't like spiders. I'm not afraid of them. Like, if you know, if I, I don't want to have to kill them, if I don't have to, I'll shoo it out of the room. But, you know, if it's the size of a softball or something, that motherfucker's going to die. And I don't want to hear any of this shit. Oh, you're scared of spiders. Nobody likes spiders. Okay. Anybody, look, if you're a man or woman, if you're on a blind date with somebody and they tell you they're really into spiders, are you want to are you want to going to want to go back to their place at the end of the night? No, you're not going to want to go back there. If you know, they got spider tattoos. I'm just, I just love spiders. You got to come back to my apartment. No, you're not going there. So I don't want to hear no shit. Nobody likes spiders and I'm one of them. And the room was full of them. And so I backed out of there and I realized, wow, you know, a lot of times we project stuff happening in our minds and it's not really the case when we're, when that situation is right in front of us. I'm watching the clock. I'll be right back. And that was my revelation. You know, a lot of times we may build up a situation that we're afraid of or something that we're hesitant about in our minds is this big monumental event. But when we're really faced against it, we don't panic. We come through. Something kicks in and it's like, okay, we just got to handle this. You know, uh, when I was in that room surrounded by spiders, I was like, okay, first of all, you're 40 and you're a million times bigger than each and every one of these motherfuckers. Even if they all came together and, and formed one giant spider, you'd still be bigger than that. So, which would be horrific. I don't know how I'd, how I'd manage in a situation like that. Gotta be honest. But that didn't happen. So... I thought, okay, you know, you're an adult and when you're married and it's not going to look good uh, for your wife thinking of you as the protector of the household, if you come running out of a room in your drawers, hysterically screaming, there's spiders everywhere, there's spiders everywhere. That's not a good look. 
And those things, those factors just kind of kicked in. And I was like, okay, well, this sucks, but let me just remedy the situation. So if anybody out there, you know, if there's someone is dealing with the public bathroom full of spiders in their own life, (laughs) you know, uh, maybe taking a chance on something, taking a chance on someone, you know, maybe there's some sort of change that you're afraid of. You may just be making it bigger than it has to be in your mind. You may be going over all kinds of scenarios and what ifs of what would happen and what you would do when maybe when you're faced against it and when your back is up against the wall and you're coming face to face with that thing that you're anxious about, maybe that fight or flight, fight or flight will kick in and you'll choose fight. You may not automatically run and cower in fear. You may step up and handle your situation. So open yourself up to that possibility. That's the thing that I would say. Open yourself up to the possibility that that thing you're scared of won't break you. And then it won't cause you to surrender. Because that's what I learned in Olga's in the bathroom in Olga's fitting room, which for some reason it's like, do you ever go into that motherfucker? Like, why wouldn't you? Why not? Okay, well, if you don't use it, then don't let me go in there. Like when I was going in the, I'm just now thinking about this. I might have some words for Olga's ass. You know, when I went back there, you might want to shoot a little uh, warning. Hey, if you need to use the bathroom in there, just be forewarned. A nightmarish scenario is going to happen. Yeah, there's a nightmare behind that door waiting for you. Just a heads up. Okay, talk to you later, sweetie. Nothing. No warning. But I still handled it. And you know what? Life is an Olga. People don't care. Life don't care about what you're going through. You got to care about it. And you got to face your stuff. So, I've blown enough hot air. I really did get that out of there. I really was surprised that I was able to handle the situation and not lose my shit. Because I swear every corner of that bathroom was covered by some sort of spider or web or spider leg or something. It was like out of a movie. Everywhere I looked, left, huh, right, huh, up, huh, down, huh, diagonal, huh, spider, 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 spider. Everywhere. I moonwalked the fuck up out of there and everything was cool. And you can do that too with anything that you're facing. Don't automatically think that you're going to cower because you may just step up and overcome it. So this is the Jaren's G Podcast. Thanks for listening. And I will be back next Tuesday evening. All right. God bless. Enjoy your life. Enjoy yourself. Don't let the bullshit get to you. Don't and check every bathroom that you go into and see if it's covered with daddy long legs. If somebody were to be giving me that warning before it happened, I think they were stupid. But lo and behold, it turned out to be useful. If somebody would have given me that advice, but they didn't. Anyway, I've overstayed my welcome. Y'all have a good night.